why don't you find a hobby? A husband? I'm too young. I'm only 16. No, a hobby, like the thing that you do for fun. Why don't you try hiking? No, it hurts my legs. How about swimming? Nah, I'll get dark skin. Lika's papaya is expensive. Mm, well, what is it that you like to do then? Hmm, I actually like arts and crafts. Anything creative. Ooh, I think I have just the thing for you. Oh really? What is it? Why don't you make a Christmas parole? I happen to have the supplies here. That's interesting, but why do you have supplies? Because it's my end-of-term project for home economics and livelihood class. Are you crazy? I'm not that gullible. Everyone, welcome to the 63rd episode of Banana Key Podcast. Today, our topic is hobbies. So, what exactly is a hobby? Let's start with that. According to New York Times, that may seem obvious, but the lines between hobbies, outside interests, and career pursuits can get blurred. Hmm. When you're thinking about choosing a hobby, it's important that you don't confuse having an interest with having a hobby. Interests, typically, are a desire to learn about something. An interest can spawn from natural curiosity, professional goals, or family experiences. For instance, you may have an interest in learning more about hockey or volleyball because your children are involved in those sports. Or you may love reading books on behavior to help you achieve career goals. But unlike hobbies, an interest requires only intellectual action to learn about something, and doesn't require physical action. Hmm. Meanwhile, a hobby is usually defined as any enjoyable leisure activity that we engage in voluntarily and consistently when we are free from the demands of work or other responsibilities. Yes. A hobby may be inspired by an interest, but it typically requires more commitment and involves taking action like learning a new skill, or collecting, building, or creating something. So hobbies are essentially the active pursuit of a personal interest. So that is the difference. Nice. I like that. So why, why would anyone want a hobby? And I like that you defined or you distinguished hobby from interest because that physical aspect of hobby actually brings a lot of positive benefits. To everybody and in that same article from New York Times there was a research by universities in Kansas and in Texas and they published very good results and one of the benefits of a hobby is better physical health Ooh. so according to this people who scored higher on the enjoyable activities test had lower body mass index smaller waist lower blood pressure lower stress hormones and better overall physical function nice and the next benefit is more sleep. Now, this sounds counterintuitive, right? Like if you're busy with a hobby, why would it give you more sleep? But I can actually attest to this because if you're busy, right, your, your body is actually active, then you would want sleep more. Like for me, if I exercise late in the evening, my body is tired and so... I sleep earlier or, you know, I would want to sleep more. So it actually kind of inhibits your body to want to sleep more. I see. Okay. The third one is lower stress. And this is backed by a lot of body of research. And according to this research, 
it showed that people who took part in a lot of enjoyable activities dealt better with stressful life events. Yeah, that makes sense. The fourth one from this article is happiness. People who said they participated often in enjoyable activities also had greater life satisfaction and felt their lives had greater sense of purpose and meaning, which makes sense, mm-hmm. right? You're not just focused on work, work, work. You're actually engaging in pleasurable activities. That's why you're happier. So the fifth benefit is more friends. Mm. Notably, spending more time on hobbies and leisure pursuits was associated with having a larger and more diverse social network. Mm. And we know that a strong social network is a key factor in healthy aging, which I think you mentioned in one of our former episodes, right? Yes. And I would say if you engage in a hobby, that's one way for you to collect friends who has the same interests as well. Yes, exactly. Right, And you, you get to bond more and then you get to appreciate that person because he likes the things that you like and great minds think alike or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or birds of the same feather make good feather duster. Or, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think I got it all wrong. But anyway, the last item mentioned as a benefit on this article is improved work performance. A study at San Francisco State University found that employees who had creative outlets outside of the office were better at creative problem solving on the job. The findings were based on studies of 430 workers and military personnel that found that having a hobby gave workers a chance to recover from the demands of their jobs, increasing their sense of control, and in some cases, challenged them to learn new skills that were transferable to work. Mm. So I, I think I agree with this. As someone who has been in the workforce for a long time, I noticed that the people who are really creative at coming up with solutions for problems at work are those who have other interests. Mm. There are some things that you learn outside of work that you can also apply to work, right? Yes, that's right. And specifically, if if it's a creative hobby, Mm. you exercise your creativity skills. Mm. So that's why at work, these tend to be the people who are not just by the book, but they actually know how to think outside of the box. Yes, that's right. You should pick a hobby, right? Mm. But a word to the wise, don't pick a hobby because it will help you at work. (laughs) Pick a hobby (laughs) that makes you happy. And any improvement in your work will just be a bonus, okay? <laughs> yes, it should be about you. It, sh- it should be something mm. that you enjoy. Otherwise, it will become like work, right? Yeah. Then it's not a hobby anymore. Yeah. You should enjoy your hobby. So why don't we talk about the hobbies that we have enjoyed in the past? Maybe let's start with our childhood. For me personally, I used to be a Boy Scout, starting from maybe grade three. Okay. Being a Boy Scout you pick up a lot of hobbies along the way because of two things. One is you have ranks as a Boy Scout Ah. and you get to kind of advance. And for you to get promoted to the next rank, you need to do certain objectives. Like, let me give you an example. Oh, okay. You start as a member and then for you to get the very first advancement, which is the Tenderfoot rank, which is cute, right? Tenderfoot. (laughs) Okay. There are 20 things that you need to do and samples of them are Plant and care for at least one tree. Oh, okay. And for you to prove that you are a rightful tenderfoot Boy Scout, then you need to show to your Scoutmaster the tree that you've taken care of. Another thing is merit budgets. So you've seen Boy Scouts with sashes, right? You remember up 
Yes, then of course, that cute there are kid. merit badges. <laughs> yes, so in the Philippines, we have a similar concept. So mm. you can earn depending on what merit badge you like, and then mm. you can collect. There are a lot of merit badges, and it usually is grouped accordingly. So let me give you an example. Mm. In craftsmanship specialist, you can learn basketry, carpentry, plumbing, pottery. So there are a lot of things that mm. you can choose from. But, but for me personally, I like the camp craft group. So I did camping. So you just need to satisfy a certain number of camping activities oh. that you've attended. The merit badge that I enjoy the most is rope work. So you get to learn knots. So do you still remember any of those? Yeah, I remember slip knot. I remember bowline. So bowline is what they call the most important knot because that's the one used for saving lives. So if you need oh. to, in a hurry, tie a knot on yourself, then bowline would be one of the sturdiest knots. How about you? Yeah, I was actually also a Girl Scout, but it wasn't like as in-depth as yours. I don't remember mm. us going on camps and having badges and whatnot. It was probably just an after-school, once-a-week activity mm. or something. Aside from that, though, one hobby that most kids had was playing games, right? That's considered a mm. hobby. And in our episode 8, What Do 90s Kids Remember? We mentioned some of the childhood games we used to play in the neighborhood. Mm. But aside from those, kids like to play with toys. Mm. And using their colorful imaginations to make the toys do anything they want, right? Mm. The Lego movie, have you seen that movie? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So it's a powerful story that highlights that about kids' imagination, right? In the end, they reveal that the whole movie up to that point was actually just the imagination of the kid who was playing with Legos. And when we were kids, I personally had like such a huge imagination, but I did not have any Legos because... Those are expensive, right? No, <laughs> like, I was about to mention that. Like, <laughs> I don't really have a Lego when I was a kid. Like, it's quite expensive. Filipino people would find it expensive because yeah. it's, you know, imported and all that. So what I had instead were, like, dolls. So they mm. were my favorite toys. And like the kid did in the Lego movie, you know, you move them around and they have a storyline or whatever. Mm. Or you would, like, try to make them do things that you saw on TV. Mm. If you're watching Power Rangers or something, then they would be the Power Rangers, that sort of thing, right? And I remember my brother would play with my dolls as well, even though usually guys don't do that. But because we are playing Power Rangers, <laughs> I didn't really have any male dolls. So we, we cut the hair of one of them. Okay, this oh, will be no. a guy. <laughs> oh, poor Barbie. <laughs> oh well, my God. dolls can't grow their hair, right? No, so, yeah. That, so that doll had to be male forever. <laughs> and because of this dolls thing as well, I also had spin-off hobbies related to them, such as fashion design because I would sew their clothes. Ah, And nice. clay modeling or pottery because I would make their kitchenware using literal clay soil from the ground. Whoa. So to clarify, I didn't have any proper pottery wheels or anything like that. I just used my hands to you know, dig the clay soil out of the ground and fashion them into like a frying pan or plate or whatever. And then I dried them out in the sun. Oh, interesting. So even as a kid, I was already creative. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so let's move on to teenage years. I played a lot of video games. That's what I remember in my teenage <laughs> years. Which is normal for males especially, right? I think my brother did the same thing. Yeah, I think I remember when StarCraft was released. I, I 
played all the time. The problem was at that point in time, internet cafes were very expensive. I remember oh, yeah. like 50 pesos per hour maybe. And then it went down. But still, you're spending that much money mm. per hour <laughs> just to play a game. And usually it's more than one hour, right? You would probably play how many hours per day? Uh, until closing, I think. <laughs> oh my God. And how long was that? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. Usually play over the weekend, so mm. it's fine. And then some of these internet cafes, they are also invested in making you stay longer. So they would like, hey, are you hungry? I can cook pancit canton for you. But is it free or no? No, <laughs> no, it's a business. So <laughs> you would actually pay more. So say if pancit canton mm. costs 5 pesos, you would pay maybe 10 pesos. 5 pesos oh, for, you know, Because for the it, labor, but, obviously, yeah. But it's an incentive for you to stay, right? Like you don't need to go out and look mm, for food. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That was so why. Canton. Of course, if you order Pancit Canton, you would order egg as well to come with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After you eat, then you become thirsty, then you order an RC cola as well. So you know the the cost stacks up. But then yes. I remember my mom would usually get angry, like, why are you playing all those games? Like you're rotting your brain, right? But Actually, there are a lot of research that would defend <laughs> playing video games as it would help your, you know, hand and eye coordination. You become more creative <laughs> as well. You find more friends, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a hobby, right? No, but yeah, I think there are a lot of parents who are probably just paranoid. Like they're saying, like, because video games are so violent, then it makes you violent as well. But I don't think that's necessarily true, right? Because there's also a lot of other media that is violent doesn't necessarily make you violent right and the problem i think is exposure to bad language and all there's no censorship right like and if oh. you're playing online games you get to play with other people from anywhere around the world and mm. you can't just control like hey no bad words i'm a kid <laughs> nope <laughs> you will oh, hear yeah. and learn all the bad words and all that okay so maybe you know, that is a problem yes that's true the parents need to remind the children when they get home mm. that, eh, why are you saying that word that's bad you saying, yep, them, don't right? use that mm. they would slap you <laughs> and <laughs> i would say another offshoot to playing video games uh, another hobby would be mirc chats oh yeah so you remember those that? are very popular yes <laughs> ASL please <laughs> ASL please What name would you use when you are in chat rooms? I don't remember by now But yeah, I don't think I use my real name But it would probably mm. be whatever character I was obsessed with at the moment Like I would be Sabrina the Teenage Witch or something <laughs> I don't know whichever <laughs> I'm trying to recall what type of conversations I've had You know, doing yeah, IRC chats Yeah, I recall it's usually imaginative, right? It's like you playing with your toys, but right now you're conversing with someone else and that person may be telling the truth, but chances are probably not, right? Like you are just casually talking to each other, but you're not really, <laughs> I don't know, you're not, you're not sure if that person is real. Yeah, I actually really don't recall at all. I would imagine it's kind of like going on a Tinder app and chatting, but then at least it's innocent, I would think so. Mm. Depends right, on what age. If you're since we're teenagers at this point, yeah, probably there'll be a bit of flirting involved or trying to suss out the other mm. person. Like, you know, if I'm a girl, if is he a guy? And, and if you're around roughly the same age, right, then you would try to see if you have anything in common, that sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. I think I had a boyfriend because of MIRC, but what? obviously I don't really consider him not a real boyfriend. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is getting more interesting. What? You had, a, you had an online... 
Yeah, I think I did. But I really don't recall anything about him. I don't know his name or what he looked like or whatever. Mm. So he asked me if I could be his girlfriend or something. And then I said, okay. But then the next day I was like, that's not cool. So I just ghosted him. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Apparently, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a ghoster. Because <laughs> the next time, the next step would be to eyeball, right? For you to agree yes, on a yeah. common location, and then you would meet, and then you would promise, okay, be there alone. But then you both brought your friends because you wanted to be on the safe <laughs> side and then you ended up doing on a double date and then yeah and it's usually the shortcut is EB right eyeball remember <laughs> sorry I don't know like, EB I, I, the only EB I know is eat bulaga <laughs> yeah I think I didn't want to do that because I realized hey that's scary what if he's a killer or something because usually for women we worry about those things more than men I would think Aside from those, my main hobby was really reading. Mm. So I actually started reading pocket books as a kid, but the kinds of books I read changed as I grew older, right? That's the tendency, you know, with anything, not just books, but TV shows, whatever, right? So, for example, as a kid, I read Sweet Valley Twins, which was a series about identical twins, Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield, who are sixth graders, but in high school, I read Sweet Valley High, which was a series <laughs> about those same twins, but now they're in high school. <laughs> did they make a movie out of that or a series? Cause... Yeah, they did. There was a Sweet Valley okay. High series, actually. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, yes, I enjoyed that. That's like a kind of chick lit and romance. And some of my favorite authors included Nicholas Sparks, Sophie Kinsella, Jojo Moyes, etc., and aside from those, I also love to read mysteries like The Adventures of Nancy Drew, Hardy mm. Boys, Sherlock Holmes, whom you know. Yes. Uh, I also enjoyed sci-fi and fantasy like Harry Potter, mm. Percy Jackson, and Hunger Games. So how about you? Did you actually read books as well? Yeah. So maybe I remember elementary. I used to read those choose-your-own-adventure books. Like horror books? I forgot the name. You would be given a yeah. choice. Okay, if you do this, go to page 30. Yes. If you do that, go to... I like that. I like those kind of books. Which reminds me, did you watch Bandersnatch? It was on Netflix, remember? Ah, yes, 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 yes. I did, I did. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was uh, Choose Your Own Adventure, but it's through the gadget, right? Which is really cool, actually. But it stopped, right? I mean, it was just a one-time hit. It was just one story. No, I was thinking that it will be like the start of a new batch of genre ah. in movies and series. I think this was probably too difficult to make. But aside from that, there, there was a second one. You know, the Kimmy Smith? Kimmy Schmidt? That's a TV series, right? Yeah, yeah. So the last part was a movie, which was like Bandersnatch. So you had to make Ooh. a choice as well. Oh, I remember now. Goosebumps. That was the title. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Goosebumps, yeah, yes. Goosebumps. And then like you, it progressively changed as well. So I like fiction before, mm. like mysteries. I read the Dan Brown series. But then as I grew older, I kind of like didn't like fiction anymore. I prefer oh. reading nonfiction. Right. Like what kind? Mostly finance books. Oh, wow. Okay. You are very serious. All right. Yeah. About behavioral psychology, behavioral economics. Because I remember I had that thought like, mm, if I'm reading this fiction book and I'm probably going to enjoy more the movie version, then why do I spend time reading fiction books? So that's why I kind of transitioned to nonfiction. So almost exclusively right now, I, I read 
nonfiction. I don't remember the last no- fiction book I, I've read. Yeah, but I think nonfiction is probably a better read anyway because you actually learn something from it. But I would argue that it's more fun to read fiction for me anyway. I mean, for most people, mm. I think, right? Because it's fluff. Mm. You know, you don't need to take it too seriously, basically. So maybe that's why people like fiction. Mm. And to your point, though, I find usually the books are better than the movies, right? So for me, even mm. if I've already seen the movie, most of the time, I would still like the book more. Mm. For example, Harry Potter. When I first saw Harry Potter, the movie, I was like, I don't get why this is popular. And then I read the book. And because it's more thorough, and maybe because I have to use my own imagination or whatever, then it, you know, I got obsessed with the book, not with the movie, mm. basically. So like, I finished the books in just one week. I finished all of them. Like, even wow. the work and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Audible has a very good selection of audiobooks, right? Yeah. Because I I remember I listened to The Hobbit Mm. of J.R.R. Tolkien. So I've read the book before, but then I wanted to rekindle the story. Mm -hmm. And there was this Audible, you get a one free credit for every so days. And I used that to listen to The Hobbit and it was nice. It was interesting. There were like singing there's also <laughs> sound effects different voices yeah so it's it's really clever it's really nice yeah and also i find because nowadays social media or the internet in general made our attention span very terrible right <laughs> like yeah. in the past i could read the book in one night no problem mm. as i mentioned the harry Potter, right but now it's like i can't even sit down to finish a book like it, this has been one month or whatever and then and I'm still stuck at page two or whatever you know mm. and it's not just me a lot of my friends have complained about the same thing because your attention span is just not the same because of that I tried Audible because it's like podcasts you just listen yes. instead of reading so it's easier to finish a book that way so there have been a lot of books that I didn't actually read personally but I listened to it mm. And the good thing about this is also there are things that you learn. When you're reading, sometimes you mispronounce it in your head because nobody tells mm. you how it's pronounced. Like, Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you mean chameleon? <laughs> no, it's chameleon. So this is actually a scene from How I Met Your Mother in case our listeners are confused. I think there are still benefits to listening or watching TV as well, right? Because especially if there are subtitles and then you will realize, oh, so that's how it's That's how you read it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How about in our 20s? When we started earning money, obviously our hobbies changed as well, right? Yeah. So I remember once I had work, I have savings, I now can afford something. I started watching more movies, right? Because Mm. cinema tickets cost a lot of money. Yes. Also going to karaoke. Oh my God, Filipinos. That's the f- number one question of foreigners. <laughs> like, why do you like karaoke so much? Like, why do Filipinos <laughs> love singing so much? Every time Filipinos meet, there's like singing, there's like karaoke. I don't know. It's just in our nature, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yes. But this time we had them in VIP rooms, right? One big difference though, like VIP rooms in Cebu to sing karaoke, you pay for the room. So no matter how many people you are inside the karaoke room, you pay one flat rate, which makes sense, right? Because the more mm. people you are in one karaoke room, the lesser chance for you to sing. Yes, because people would point. choose their own songs. But then in Manila and in Singapore and in Japan as well, 
you pay per head. In Singapore and Japan, probably yes. But in Manila, it depends on which karaoke mm, place you go to. I see. Yes, you're right. There are places that charge like that, but we avoided those. We went to those mm. places where you can just get a room. But of course, they don't also allow you to just get the smallest room and then there's 20 of you fitting in. Right? There's know. a maximum capacity, that sort of thing. Mm. But what else did you do? I also like PC building. So I like uh, looking for parts. So I like looking for bargains, right? I, I would look for the best bang for the buck. PC mm. part and I would build it on my own free time. I used to do that when I was studying, but then I would get the most budget parts and then building a PC would usually take a really long time because I need to save money. But when I was working, I can already build the PC that you know would fit to my use case. So if I use it for editing photos, then I would get a better video card depending on the use case. Mm. That's usually the case, right? When we were in college, we, maybe we had an allowance of, what, 30 pesos per day or something like that. There's, that's not a lot that you can buy with that. Mm. But then, of course, when you start earning, then you would definitely start buying things that you couldn't buy before. Like, for example, mm. I couldn't even buy books before. I always just borrowed from the school library. But then, ah, of yeah. course, when I started having my own salary, then I could actually buy the Harry Potter book. That's, which mm. is exactly what we did, by the way. Before the last book, Harry Potter 7, came out, we not only reserved the book so that we could have a guaranteed copy of it, right? The moment it came out, but we decided to buy the whole series. What? <laughs> yeah, my roommate Zenny and I, we bought <laughs> books one to six. So we split it so that we could share the series, right? We could read them leading up to book seven. Yeah, we were oh, that. Wow, uh, you're crazy. crazy. <laughs> not obsessed with Harry Potter. And then when Harry Potter came out, there was a queue. So we were actually in front of Power Books in Green Delt. Mm. It was gonna open at 6 a.m. or something. So at 5-ish a.m., there was already a super long queue. Mm. They were like somewhere at the beginning of the queue. Mm. And then later on, my friend in Sambuanga said, Hey, I saw you on TV. Were you queuing for the Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> because um, I think we were featured in some news feature, right? Like the uh, maybe TV Patrol or something like that. I was like, um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, it was memorable for me. Bookstores. And aside from that, travel, right? Mm. I think I started to really travel and in my 20s. Uh, in fact, I rode my first airplane only when I was 21 because in the past, plane fares were very expensive and the few times that we traveled as a family, we did so either by bus or ship. Mm. Remember Sulpicio Lines and mm. Super Ferry? <laughs> yes, that one. And remember when we traveled from Sambuanga to Manila when I was a child, it mm. took three days. And then yeah. the ship's machine broke down. <laughs> what? It became five days. <laughs> oh, wow. Where do you get food? <laughs> you have free food, though. So it came with, like, buffet, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I suppose. So they just had to give us the free food for those extra two days. So that means they really rationed in case the ship breaks down. Because yeah, probably a ship has, like, a limited <laughs> number of supply, right? Yes. <laughs> I think that was probably common or whatever. <laughs> or they had a contingency plan. But yeah, can you imagine that happening now? It's like your plans will be ruined. Mm. You lost two days for travel, right? But obviously, planes just take an hour. Mm. So that's like a huge difference, right? <laughs> and it's also a lot cheaper now compared to before, thanks to Cebu Pacific. Mm. I think it's because in the past, it was very expensive because 
was only Philippine Airlines. Yeah. So monopolies, they tend to be overpriced, right? Yeah. Competition usually drives the price down and better service as well. Exactly. And with travel also comes other spin-off hobbies. For example, photography, mm. right? I'm sure you, you also love photography, right? I do. Yeah, and also, I love to blog. Lately, I've been reminiscing the good old days with my early 20s flatmates, and I keep sending them old pictures from during that time and quotes from my blog. And they're always amazed that, first of all, I still have those pictures. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I have a hard drive, so I like, you know, I really save them from all that time, right? And they're also really amazed that they are of really good quality. Because like back then we had crappy phone cameras. Why is it that this is of good quality? And I said, because I already had digital cameras back yeah. then, even though it was expensive. But now it's fine, right? That cost is really worth it. Because otherwise, the other photos we have from back then is very blurry, <laughs> very like <laughs> 3 megapixel or something like that. <laughs> yes. One other thing they're always amazed about is the details in my blog posts because most of the time they had already forgotten about it. Mm. Right? We, as we get older, you know, that you get forgetful. So they say that my blog is a treasure. And here's the thing, pictures, they're good to have. And nowadays everyone has them, right? Thanks to our cell phones. But they do not contain the full story. It is still better to have a blog or a diary which details the story behind said picture because believe me, 10 or 20 years from now, you will be surprised at the rush of warm feelings you will get from reading what seems like a mundane slice of life entry. Because at that point, you will no longer have that memory at all. Mm, you're right. And I'm going to test this theory right now by reading a random entry from my blog where mm. you're involved in this, right? To see if you okay. still remember. Okay. Sure. Are you ready? Yeah. So this is from May 2012. What? <laughs> 2012. <laughs> Such a long time ago. <laughs> Nine years ago? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I say, Today, Dredd and I realized that we were both stressed from work and decided that an unwinding session was in order. Hmm. Dredd suggested watching Johnny Depp's Dark Shadows, so we split the search for the time slot that would best fit our schedule, along with Maya's and Nantoy's. Hmm. I took Cathay, she took Golden Village. There's one at 10.20 in Tampines, she said. By then, it was 9.30 p.m. and Maya still had one fun to do. There's <laughs> okay. a 10.55 in downtown East, I exclaimed. Let's take that then. Everyone agreed. So I booked four tickets and we went back to our workstations. When Maya and Nantai were done, we took a cab to downtown East. After collecting the tickets, we fell in line to get into the cinema. I handed the tickets to the boy and he looked at them in utter bewilderment, saying, But... These tickets are for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, when I looked at the tickets, they said 10.55, but on the morning of the next day, oh, no. I wanted to shrivel up in humiliation. We thought of exchanging the tickets for the next show, but that was at 2 a.m. Oh. My friends, bless their golden hearts, assured me that my stupidity was forgiven and they would gladly watch the movie tomorrow. Don't you just love them? Maybe next time D books movie tickets, someone should audit it, Nantoy suggested, half jokingly. Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember this at all. See? Good thing it was a Friday though. Yes. Otherwise that ticket would have been totally invalid, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. 
You see, I don't remember any of this at all, and only only the blog remembers it. See, yeah, uh, this happens a lot though. Even I myself, I wrote it down and then I read it. Huh? Really? This happened? <laughs> it happens to me a lot. So it's really cool to actually have. Uh, if you don't have a blog, at least maybe a diary or something like that. Mm, I'm just thinking maybe one thousand years from now, D, somebody would dig up your hard drive. I was like, oh. <laughs> an artifact from year 2000 and then they would decode your hard drive and then they would see all the stories oh this is how our ancestors were spending <laughs> their time watching Johnny Depp movie and then booking the wrong time <laughs> that's how we kind of appreciate the prehistoric paintings in the caves right like that's how mm, they yes, spend yes. their time so yeah please keep your hard drive backed up and saved <laughs> That will be helpful in the future. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else that we did in our 20s? Maybe 20s, we have a lot of energy, right? So I remember we do a lot of clubbing or shall, we, shall I say disco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is such a dated term. But yes, that's yes. what we call that, right? Disco, going to the disco, <laughs> going to concerts. And I remember oh, like, yeah. dancing through the night. And then at the end of the day, my clothes would have like a sin a sin. You mean asin asin? You know that you know sweat that got dried out. It becomes, oh my gosh! Oh okay. Yeah, it, sorry, it's disgusting, but yeah, that was the twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that was the twenties, and we got really drunk back then, and we did stupid things when we were drunk, right? Like there's a picture of you all over some guy that you had a crush on, and you're like, oh my god, how embarrassing! <laughs> Why did I have a crush on him? And then we would joke like, oh my god, if this happened today, we would be called into HR and all these things, right? Because then you were colleagues. Why mm. are you doing these things? Mm, interesting. <laughs> Do you remember our moments in Clarkey, was it? We, we were bar hopping and... Yes, I remember one of our friends was hopping around. <laughs> if you remember, we did a bachelor party for you. So because we were fans of Sherlock. Ah, ah yes. So we did a pub crawl theme for you because that was what Sherlock did for John Watson right in our favorite TV show I think we attempted to go on a like an all out pop club I think we just went to like three or four or something <laughs> like that because <laughs> we couldn't really <laughs> handle so many but I remember one of our friends was so hyped up and she kept jumping like a kangaroo. And after that, we would call her kangaroo. And then at one point, she was jumping up and down. And then she grabbed someone's hand. And then she ran through the fountains. You know, oh, in Clark, yeah, there were fountains, yes. right? And then they got wet. And then we asked her, why? Why did you do that? And she said, because it's fun. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> How about in our 30s when our energies are depleted? What did we do as hobbies? Yeah, so we want quiet our hobbies now, mm. right? Like clubs are too noisy for me personally. <laughs> Tita, I mean, yeah. I would probably be fine going, but I cannot stand being there for too long because mm. I feel like my eardrums are going to explode or something, you know? It's just way too noisy for me now. So I think people of my age group, we prefer cafes, Ah. Maybe bars, just quiet bars, right? I mean, mm. It's fine to have music, but it shouldn't be. No, nothing like that, right? Maybe 
like jazz or something like that, you know? And I think for me, I'm still fine with that type of music. But my complaint would be, I used to know all the songs in a bar, like all the R&B. So you would sing along with the songs, right? Mm. But right now, if I step on a bar, I probably won't recognize the songs. And that probably is a killjoy for me because if I can't relate with the music, then I probably wouldn't want to stay long. I remember we went to a bar in Osaka, was it? And then it was just house music and I didn't really like the vibe. Like, I don't understand the music at all. But if (laughs) it were Chris Brown, Black Eyed Peas kind of music, then yeah, I would have stayed the night. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Why is it that the older we get, the more we lose track of what the latest songs are? I guess we just stop listening to the radio or to the latest hits. We prefer Mm. listening to stuff that we know. Is that why? We become less adventurous, I would say. We navigate towards those that are comforting to us and we already know the songs. Like for me, almost exclusively, I only listen to one band now. (laughs) I I kind of like (laughs) stop venturing out to new music altogether yeah yeah and also if you try you're like you cannot relate you're right i think there was a time i told Gemma, you know Gemma, we should not be old people we should try to listen to the spotify hit list you know they, mm. they have a curated hit list right that shows you what are the latest hits okay let's do that we said to each other and then when we did we're like why are the songs like this <laughs> like, it's like always about sex and you know so we realize we're so manang <laughs> complaining about these things <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We realize we're starting to sound like our parents back then, right? Like, Mm. you know, in the past, the songs actually had a story. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, you like to listen to the song, not just for the music, but also the lyrics, right? Because Mm. the lyrics told the story, you could relate to it and all that. But some of the songs nowadays is just like, you know, uh, 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 you know, like, what's that about? (laughs) Parakong old man. (laughs) Yes. And aside from bars and cafes, you also, I guess, go to fancy restaurants because we couldn't afford to before, right? Mm. In the past, you're like, oh my God, why would I pay for that much for a meal? But now it's like, if it's worth it, you know, maybe it's a Michelin star or whatever. Mm. Obviously, you don't do it every day, but once in a while. So basically, yeah, in, in terms of that, we started doing things that are more expensive because we could afford them. Mm. I guess in line with our episode about 20s versus 30s, right? Mm. We could afford better things now. So for me, the more expensive things I included, I guess, would be watching live musicals or theater. This December, I'm going to watch my first ballet, which is The Nutcracker. Ah, uh, The Nutcracker. So it's a Christmas special, is it? Yes, so the Nutcracker is one of the classic ballets of Christmas time because it is based during the holidays. With its dancing snowflakes and the sugar plum mm. fairy, it is a brilliant Christmas ballet for a first-time ballet visitor as well as long-time fans. So th- this is a good one for me to watch. Mm. Is that the climax of the ballet? Like there's a guy and then he would slip and he would crack his nuts I <laughs> No. That's why it's called I, the Nutcracker. I no, don't think so. I, well, I haven't seen it yet, but I seriously mm. doubt that that's how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you? What expensive hobbies did you have, would you say, in your 30s? Sometimes it may not be necessarily a new hobby, right? It could be an old hobby. And just because you have access to more liquidity, more cash, then you're able to somehow upgrade your hobby. You've mentioned photography, mm. and I love photography as well. And like you, I have like a digital camera, but 
as you grow older then you would want oh maybe i can upgrade to a new body a dslr and then once you have a body then hmm, maybe then i can pair it with a nice lens as well and those mm. stack up right they are not yep. cheap they can get really expensive but for me being the bargain hunter that i am i always go for second hand uh, like canon cameras are actually really durable like they're built like a tank so even if you get it second hand it still is worth it like oh. my, my cameras right now are actually second hand and the lenses are second hand as well and they still work like a charm well that's great and even though they're second hand they're still expensive yeah it does cost money i mean i never got into dslrs but i do have a mirrorless camera mm. so i just want something that is not so bulky and also not so difficult to figure out but I do like taking photos as well. And mirrorless cameras, they also cost you know, a pretty penny, right? Yeah. They're even more newer generations of cameras, right? Because it mm, used to yes. be like very bulky and now mirrorless. The, the only downside with mirrorless is you're dependent with your battery because it drains battery more than an actual DSLR camera. But yeah, you're right. If you can afford it, go for it. It's actually worth it. Last year, a lot of people were suddenly forced to find new hobbies, right? Um, mm. because of the pandemic because they had yes. to stay home so some examples of those that i can think of were cooking a lot of people were suddenly cooking and baking last year right mm. a lot of my friends were into paint by numbers and i also got involved in that what is that it's like a coloring book uh, okay but it's painting what you get is this template mm -hmm. and it's like there, there's numbers on it if it's number one then you have to use this specific paint to paint ah, on number one. I see. So it is like coloring book. I thought you will be like, write number ones for the feather and then twos <laughs> for the ear. No. Okay, okay. okay. So it's like no. coloring book. Okay, interesting. <laughs> the output is really good though because in the end, you actually have a painting mm. and mine is up on my uh, living room wall. Interesting. But for my friends, they said it was very relaxing for them, but it wasn't for me because I don't know why. I have to finish it, you know? So most people, they take their time doing mm. it. But for me, I think I finished mine in two days or something. <laughs> that I was stressed. Because, <laughs> because I was like, okay, I need to finish this. I need to finish this. So, yeah, probably depends on the person. Mm. So that wasn't for me. That reminds me of the older generation's cross-stitch, right? Oh, yes, you're right. You have a point. Because like, oh, number nine is this kind of thread. And then you would use that. And another thing was... Animal Crossing, I think that's a game that seemed to be like really popular. Yeah, Switch. I played that, but then I stopped because at some point I didn't understand what I was doing. So, <laughs> Okay. Plants as well. A lot of people just suddenly started becoming plantitos mm, and plantitas. Yes. And there were a lot of TikTok challenges. Mm -hmm. Like what? I don't know if this was a TikTok challenge actually, but I think it was something called Dalgona Coffee. Do you remember that? No, you were not involved at all. What is that Dalgona coffee? Gemma and I did that. So Dalgona coffee is this kind of coffee that you put a lot of sugar into it. You would beat it to make it frothy or fluffy. Okay. That was it really. It's just a very sweet mm. coffee. But the problem was that the beating, right? If you had to do it manually, it would take a lot of uh. time. Like you take you 30 minutes or something like that. <laughs> Wait, then your coffee is no longer enjoyable. Right? It's already cold. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> What's the like, point? Oh my god, it's like... Did you have to do like art with it? Or like draw hard? No, not okay. at all. You just needed to fluff it up and then that was it. 
30 minutes of love of beating and then <laughs> I don't know why it was very popular I think people were just really bored because this happened at like the very beginning of the pandemic mm. so that means people were just really starting to get into lockdown really bored out of their mm. minds that's probably why that became a thing and the last but not least podcasting oh yeah last definitely. year as well right yes we started that last <laughs> including year including this podcast mm. it was because of <laughs> pandemic boredom that we did the podcasting but recently i've been into programming so i purchased a raspberry pi i don't know if anyone is familiar with it it's it's very small it's like credit card sized and wow it's actually a fully functioning computer and it only costs like 35 dollars that's very cheap okay yeah it's very cheap so you can do whatever with it and the good thing about that is you can learn programming like internet of things you can set up like home automation servers in your home so you can command your computer to change the color of the lights to turn it off you can set up automated timings as well like you can at some point in time you want all the lights to turn red depending on your mood so yeah it's quite Mm. interesting and the possibilities really is endless because you then kind of look at how other people are using their raspberry pi and you would somehow copy them as well. Like if it's interesting, say, web server, like you can create your homepage Mm. and you can host it in your Raspberry Pi. And it's free because you're already hosting it. So it may cost a little bit of electricity because that means your Raspberry Pi has to be turned on 24-7. But I did the math and it's not really noticeable. But then if you compare that, if you pay for a host of a website, it would usually cost like every month you would need to pay right so mm. it's, it's a pros and cons you probably have to maintain it so it takes a lot of time relearning some of the codes like the last time i learned programming was like high school so it was like c c plus plus oh yeah <laughs> and there's a lot more cooler languages now like python so yeah it's a good entry point to linux which is a totally different operating system and it's just been really fun and I would say engaging to learn programming as a language. Seems like you're having fun. That's the important part, Hmm. right? That's what hobbies is all about. That's right. Okay, to close this, I just want to say that life gets boring if you don't have a hobby. (laughs) Not to be confused with hobby husband, right? Yes, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) So Ray and I are both easily bored. So we usually like to pick up new hobbies. So the question is, how does one find a hobby? So we go back to that article from New York Times. Hmm. And they say, how do you decide on a hobby? Here are some ways to figure out what hobby is best suited for you. First, what is that thing you've always wanted to do? Hmm. Finding a hobby can mean taking the first step to actively pursue the thing you've always thought about doing. Have you ever started a sentence with the words, I've always wanted to? Go with that, right? Like, I've always wanted to... Learn programming, which is exactly what Ray did, right? Mm. That sort of thing. And a second item on their list is look at your childhood. One of the first places to look for inspiration in the search for a hobby is to explore the hobbies of your childhood. Think about what pursuits made you happy as a child. So we talked about this earlier, right? Like for you, (laughs) what Mm. was that? Uh, Boy Scout stuff, right? So the nuts and stuff like that. Yeah, and then for me, apparently maybe I should pursue... Fashion design for real and not just for dolls. (laughs) (laughs) The next question is, how do you like to spend your time? So maybe take a survey of what you've spent in your time, right? Do you like spending a lot of time reading books or do you like spending time outdoors? And maybe that's a clue 
to a potential new hobby. And I think this is important because if you dive into, say, committing to a hobby without actually assessing it first, you would waste money. Like you would buy a lot of cameras, <laughs> lenses, and then at the end, oh, you know what? Photography is not for me. Hello. Oh, yeah. You've already spent a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. So before you, before you dive in, try to survey first. Try to assess, is it something that you really want to spend time on? Otherwise, it will just be a waste of opportunity, time, and especially money. Yep. You know that running shoes that are now gathering dust in your closet, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Exactly. I've been there. Oops. Mm. <laughs> and next question is, go on a quest for inspiration. So this is like similar to the music. Like we now stop listening to newer music because we don't want to explore anymore. But maybe mm. if you just take that chance to explore something new, maybe that will be a clue to a potential hobby in the future, right? Yeah. And then lastly, if all else fail, try and take a class or a lesson. Especially now, there are a lot of online classes, right? Yep. It could be computer design, it could be cooking, could be painting out with friends, making your own ceramics. Monica actually tried pottery as well. And now we have her own made like uh, teacups and plates that we use oh, wow. daily mm. nice mm. so it's really you can actually really use it yeah it's functional yes okay you know learning that craft learning that skill you know the fulfillment the feeling of fulfillment after is i think priceless and maybe you might you might discover something right like mm. that oh all along i'm really good at this mm, you're right then maybe you advance to something else so maybe you start with plates and then you advance to say jugs more complicated ceramics. Mm. Yes, exactly. Then all of a sudden, you become a supplier to the hotels. <laughs> it became a business. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. But yeah, maybe some of the side businesses probably started out that way, right? Mm. Like for some people. Yeah, you're right. So, by the way, listening to Banana Key Podcast is also considered a hobby. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. For that hobby. <laughs> Cutie Minute. Time for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. Our first cutie is Tripni Nenny, who commented on our episode 35, How do Pinoy parents compare to Hollywood parents? She said, After 30 episodes, this is so far my favorite. I laughed so much. Dee and Ray, you two are hilarious. I definitely got spank, belt, and bamboo sticks. Well, pretty much anything my mom can get a hold of immediately. I remember thinking how my dad was gonna kill me, but he would talk to me afterwards and explain why I got the beating. His speech was so heartfelt that it was by far more effective. Looking back, I never felt abused and I'm glad my parents disciplined me the way they did. Talagang nagtino ako. Now I have a toddler, she will get the combo of timeout spanking and talking but bottom line you really just gotta know your child so you can optimize discipline oh about the retirement plans haha sandwich generation thank god my parents invested in 401k plans i also never understood why sex ed was not taught in pinas it's so backward it just reminds me of that show katorse <laughs> pregnancy isn't even the scariest thing that could happen what about STIs? Ooh. So yeah, Katorse, I, like I don't actually know this show. What is it? Is it is it a TV show? Yeah, it's a TV show before. I don't know. Okay. It just it reminded me. I think it was 
high school back then. Katorse.、Mm. Thank you, Trip Nineni. Next cutie is for episode 55. What's your favorite song? And this is from Sir Vince. I'll go out on a limb and guess that you are a teacher, Sir Vince, right? Because we usually call our <laughs> teachers Sir, Sir Vince. And he commented Hello, Ray and Dee of Banana Q Podcast. New cutie here. I like your podcast because it's so fun and relatable, yet timely and informative. Oh, I like those adjectives. I have listened to most of your episodes, but this episode is definitely one of my favorites. I like it so much that I want to share my favorite song to you and your listeners. These are some categories of songs I listen and sing along to. One, Dirty Pop. I've always followed the hottest and trendiest pop songs, which older and anti pop people may consider trash. Hey, at least the beat is catchy. My favorites are Lady Gaga. Oh, I love Lady Gaga. Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, and Zed with a double D.、Oh, I don't know Zed. Do I know Zed? I don't know that.、Mm, to name a few. Nowadays, I am a K pop stan with acts such as NCT and Red Velvet, my ultimate favorite on my heavy listening rotation. Number two, alternative rock. I discovered my liking to this genre back in my high school days. Where the emo trend was prominent. I'm just thankful that only the emo music bug bit me, not the emo look. With <laughs> Because I would be cringing if I discovered some pictures of myself wearing everything black black tees, black nails, black pins, black eyeliner, and black clips. Anyway, FM static. Ooh, FM static. Boys like girls and my chemical romance are my go to karaoke songs. Number three. Sappy pop.、Hmm? I don't know this genre. These are the sentimental sounding pop songs that make me want to sip、mm. a cup of hot coffee while looking sadly at raindrops falling on my windowsill. <laughs> Adele is one of those vocalists, and that evokes this nostalgic feeling. Looking forward for your future episode. Thank you and more power. Okay, sappy pop looking at raindrops at the window. No,、scene. but the, the scene that he describes, do you remember there was a scene in Friends that was like that?、Mm-hmm. So Chandler was looking out the window, it was raining, and then it ends with Joey who is looking at this ornament that he had, which was a glass ornament with water pouring inside it. I so don't the song、that. was all by myself though. <laughs> All by myself. Don't wanna be. <laughs> I must say,、yes. it's interesting. That's a sappy pop as well, I would、mm. think. So, yeah. All right, our third cutie commended on episode 56 How do you make a podcast?、Mm. And it's Era Ragya. And she said, Happy first anniversary. Banana Q podcast. Yay! And so many different em- emojis. <laughs> This episode is very informative. For sure, there are lots of listeners and cuties who appreciate all the tips that you shared, especially for those who want to start their own podcast. I know it's not easy to create a content for a podcast, it really takes lots of brainstorming, research, time, commitment, and effort. Kaya sobrang bilib ako sa mga podcast na pinapakinggan ko. Well, obviously, you're one of my favorite podcasts.、Aww. Why, thank you. <laughs> That's why, after listening to every episode, I really try my best to take time also to give comments, which for me is my way of giving appreciation to your craft. And I hope, with my simple way, this could also help you to continue and not be included on those pod fading.、Mm. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. Thumbs up.、Uh, thank you very much, Eraragya. That was so sweet. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Eraragya. 
And on the same episode, another cutie, Oaktown Craft Cat. Well, that was a mouthful. Oaktown Craft Cat <laughs> said, one of your many listeners from California here. Ooh, yeah, because we called out, right? Like, hey, if you're from California, mm. please let us know. Because apparently, they're number one. Number one state in, US, in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I love listening to podcasts. And yours is definitely a favorite. Thank you for all you do to create such interesting episodes with such personality. Smiley face. Yeah. Thank you very much, Oaktown Craft Cat. All right. And that is the last that of is, our yes. cutie minute. And it is very long already. Yes. So, that's it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>